Welcome to the Work Matters Podcast, where we discuss what matters at work and how to make it better. In each episode, we'll explore a specific topic related to the experience of work with a focus on understanding why it matters and how to make it better. I'm Robert Richardson, here with Steve Hunt. Steve, what matters at work today? Appreciation matters, Robert, and not just appreciation, more specifically about showing gratitude towards others. I mean, do you think that most companies show enough appreciation and gratitude towards their employees? No, no, I I really don't. And it's kind of strange because a sense of gratitude, a sense of appreciation really has been shown to combat stress, insomnia, physical pain, uh, depression, right? It's really good for the person expressing appreciation and for the person receiving it. You know, there's there's a ton of literature out there that recognizes the power of gratitude and appreciation in our lives. And yet I think a lot of people feel kind of awkward about expressing appreciation towards others in the workplace. Yeah, it, it's weird. I mean, it's one of these really weird cultural things because I mean, showing thanks and, you know, and just little thanks for people really do make them feel a sense of, hey, you recognize me and what I'm contributing. It doesn't really take much effort, yet people don't do it. That's right. And part of it is I think they don't remember to do it, but part of it is you do some people feel like, oh, well, that person doesn't deserve gratitude, which is also weird. And that's just their job, <laughs> which but there's definitely a cultural factor at it, which is which is odd. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I know, and, and, and in thinking about this podcast, I actually started to do some self-reflection and a little kind of self-study. I looked at a tool we use in SAP, uh, SAP Appreciate by CMOS, and it turns out that I had sent 81 awards to coworkers in the past three years. And, uh, and being a geek, I averaged that out, right? It's about two and a quarter statements of appreciation towards a coworker every month. And I don't know, Steve. I don't know. If, is that a lot? Is that a little? I just don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, the, the good news is we actually going to have somebody on this call that does know because we've got uh, Goran Rice, who's one of the founders of the company that made that technology where you looked at for appreciation by this sort of job point thing from CMOS. And Goran's worked for CMOS for seven years and really has devoted like his life to helping companies use technology to show greater levels of appreciation. So I'm super excited to have him on and, uh, and help us understand this whole topic. So Goran, welcome to Work Matters. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Robert. Thank you for having me. So how did you become interested in this topic of appreciation and gratitude? Well, uh, well that's a story uh, that goes really way back. Uh, so um, most of us, the founders of the company, are coming from the ex-Yugoslavia area. And uh, we were all affected by war and kind of most of us fled around being refugees. And the idea really originated by creating a service so we could send gift cards, you know, kind of diaspora, the, the people that are outside of the country, sending back to, you know, your family, right? So I was, you know, wishing to send a gift card to my grand, grandma and grandpa who were really struggling. So that's kind of where it originated. That's such a powerful story that when people are gone, we want to stay connected and we show connected through appreciation. And we've been talking about appreciation. I think sometimes people think it's about like uh, sending gifts and stuff, but it's more than that. I mean, is there like, do you make a distinction between appreciating someone and showing gratitude towards someone or is it the same thing? 
Well, that's a great question, right? So to put it in short, you know, gratitude is an emotion, right? And it's fueled by emotions. And then appreciation is, is an act, right? Appreciation really kind of means to recognize the worth of something or someone, right? Or make a positive assessment about something or someone in, if it's in the organization, right? While on the other hand, gratitude involves both appreciation and thankfulness. Why does it matter so much? Because, you know, you do hear people say, like in work, well, you know, it's your job. You know, oh. you, you get paid. Why should you need more appreciation? You know, but why, why does it matter so much? Because I think it really does have a big emotional impact on people. Exactly. So you're touching on that, right? So, yeah, first it makes us feel, right? And then it makes us feel good. <laughs> so that's why it matters, right? Uh, well, maybe I will put it in a different example, right? Because, you know, thinking from the corporate type of a point of view, I want to go into a different point of view, right? I have two daughters. One is a five-year-old. Another one is a seven-year-old. And the seven-year-old is dealing with, you know, the seven-year-old stuff of, I don't know, hierarchies and bullying. And, you know, we as parents, we constantly struggle, right? So we constantly want them to, you know, want to give them the tools, you know, how will they you know, go through that, you know, we want to teach them, you know, how do you bypass that? And that's important, right? But actually there is a cure that you already have in your pocket, right? It's already there that you can solve half of it, right? And that's basically a hug, right? So just hugging the kid, right? Kind of solves half of it because, you know, when my daughter is sad, you know, and I sit and I listen to her and acknowledge to, to, to her problems, she knows that she's not there alone, right? She's not that, you know, she knows that I'm dealing with that with her, right? And I, as a father, right, I'm not doing that, you know, to get something in return. I'm just doing that, you know, to remind her, you know, of her value and, you know, how grateful I am, you know, for her existence, right? And, you know, this need of gratitude and recognition this doesn't really go away. A lot of times it's really interesting, you just hit on it, that there are things that are very basic human needs. And when we're children, you know, we expect as a parent, you show appreciation for people just for being there, just for, you know, that you are an important person and I recognize you're there. And then somehow we move to work and we're like, oh, no, now it's work. Let's make it totally transactional. We suddenly think that, oh, you're an employee and you're no longer a human. Um, and this idea of kind of creating a more human environment, and as you hit on too, is the more stress we're under, the more we need to feel people care for us. So I think this is this move to appreciation. So you talked about it and, you know, some of the, the positive benefits, you know, it makes people happier. It makes people more resilient, creates more optimism. But why don't we do it more at work? Why is this a perennial problem at work that people feel underappreciated? Uh, so... I think, well, we can kind of, you know, divide that question to few, right? So first, why don't people do it more, right? I think, you know, there's this, you know, vulnerability issue where, you know, people, you know, don't, you know, accurately, you know, you cannot accurately predict what is going to be the reaction of the other side, right? So you feel, you know, should I expose myself? Should I expose myself? So that's kind of one of the reasons why people don't do it. Um, and then also I think there is, uh, and this is a common thing, not only, you know, with, you know, gratitude and appreciation, this also works in, I don't know, social channels of people just feeling uncomfortable sharing their emotions with others. Right. So uh, not just not being sure, you know, how to, how, how about doing so, right. So it's, it's just a tough thing for, it's not for everybody. Right. So 
we struggle for the right words and, and how to express our feelings. And, you know, and, and in the process, we assume that the receiver will, you know, feel just as uncomfortable hearing about our gratitude as, as we feel, you know, when expressing it. When you say thanks, it really does have an impact on people. People do notice it and they do notice the absence of it. And, and these small things make a difference. That's probably an education that people don't realize. But you're talking about the second one of vulnerability is a harder one because it's a cultural one, which I don't want to come across as that over mushy emotional person, or I don't want people to think my thanks is insincere, that, vul- that vulnerability that you're getting at. And on that one, I think that, there may be some aspect of culture. Like, do, do you have any data or since like Robert said, you know, I gave 81 appreciations in three years. Is that a lot or is that a little? How's Robert probably perceived in the organization? Is he like that guy who never gives thanks or that guy who thanks us for things we should get thanks for? What, what do you, what's your experience in different cultures and organizations around? What's the appropriate amount of thanks? I think it really depends on the organization, right? You know, the... Every organization really behaves differently and then they might have some certain recognition programs or others. Then, of course, the culture, right? So, you know, culture of gratitude and appreciation doesn't, you know, get built, you know, in a day, right? So in SAP, you know, you're kind of veterans uh, in that field. So, you know, absolutely, you know, doesn't surprise me that, you know, to see Rob doing 81 in three years. Uh, but I don't think there is a KPI for that, right? So to be fully honest, like, because it really varies from one company to another, right? But I, I think, again, 81 in three years sounds, you know, you're doing a great job, Rob. So just think of it like this, right? So if those 81 created an additional 81, because this is a really a contagious type of a thing, right? When you do good, uh, others will do good. So if you created 81 and that 81 create another 81, you know, now you can see the impact, right? So <laughs> it starts with, you know, with you kind of leading by example. I think probably what you're saying is, you know, look, if you ever feel like somebody is deserving of thanks, give them thanks. What are just some general things? If you're going to give appreciation, you want to create more culture of appreciation. Well, first, I agree with you. It starts with a simple thank you. How to do it, it's even more important, right? So first of all, you need to be sincere, right? So, you know, you try to make it authentic and personal, right? So you should include the name of the person and, you know, choose wisely. If you're sending a gift, if you have an environment that, you know, you can send a gift, then, you know, you need to really think it through, right? If I send flowers and the person doesn't want flowers, he wants, I don't know, something else, right? So that's that's actually a good practice because then they will see that you thought of them, right? Um, Then another thing is, you know, Leading by example, right? And this is to, you know, to your point, Rob, uh, you said I did 81, right? That's perfect because, you know, you led by example, you did 81, then, you know, other person will do it again. I think a general comment that uh, I think, you know, could apply here that if you're a manager of the company, right? I think it could be a really good practice, you know, to set yourself 15 minutes, right? That's it. 15 minutes on your Friday, just to make the Friday for everybody a happy Friday, <laughs> right? And start sending the recognitions. This is a habit and you're going to develop this habit uh, by doing so, right? And you're going to go through the week and you're going to look at, you know, who did what and, you know, somebody doing something positive, you're going to recognize them. So, you know, and then do it often, right? Don't wait, right? You know, people really want to get recognized you know, when they did something good, there's no sense of doing that. And then three months after getting, getting a, you know, thumbs up, like, what's the point? It's a muscle. As you do it more, you know, it will be easier to do it frequently. 
When you look at appreciation, I think it's part of it is you're saying, look, one, taking the time to show that you recognize people exist in and of themselves is valuable. People say, do you do, do, do they know I hear? And then, then, then showing that you value what they're doing, that you want them to be part of your tribe, so to speak. I'm glad that you're in my life because you add value to my life in whatever way, which is very important for people, especially at work where a lot of people are a lot of anxiety. You know, they're like, you know, especially when things are changing really fast. Mm-hmm. They're like, am I doing what people want me to do? Then there is the third one, which is more the behavioral, which is, you know, reinforcement. You know, you did that. I'd like you to do more of that. And especially when you start attaching actual gifts and trans, you know, make you tangible things. But then you do cross into a different world. When you say a verbal thank you or just electronic, whatever. But as soon as you attach an actual something with monetary value to it, it does kind of change it. Not and not. Yeah. It can be positive, but that's why I think people really do go, is it appropriate to give somebody a gift? And if so, how much? And now you've got a lot of work in this area. What guidelines could you give to employees to say, because there are times when getting little recognitions and I've gotten, you're like, yeah, it feels good. But you, but there's also psychology showing that if you do it, people start to expect it. And they're like, hey, how come I didn't get a doggy treat this time? <laughs> so, uh, that's true with children, too, by the way. Um, what? That's true. We, we never stop being children, I guess, as part of this show, Robert. That's right. It's a continuous theme, isn't it? <laughs> I know my humor hasn't progressed since about the age of seven. So, um, but... <laughs> So I'm totally off track, Gore, but coming back to you, this topic, when you attach gifts to it, what is your guidelines and thoughts when somebody gets into that? Because I do think that creates some anxiety with people. So, yeah, so I, I, I would say there's like, a, right, so if you're talking about the corporate world, right, and then the personal interactions, which are kind of outside, it's a, it's a different different kind of a thing, right? So with the corporate world, I think, and, and you hinted on that, like you, you said guidelines, right? So clear communication and guidelines coming from the company, predefined award levels, right? And in the award levels, you know, you will specify and you will, you know, explain what is it used for, right? So the that individual that is trying to recognize somebody, he will read and he will understand, you know, this award level, which is 25 points is for this. And then this, you know, reward or uh, award level, which is 1000 points. This is for, you know, this specific behavior. And then again, it's a clear guideline. It's a clear communication to the employee. And that is okay. If you're an employee and you want to do it, it's one, recognize appreciation is valued. No one is ever going to get angry at you for saying, thanks, I appreciate what you did. Um, but whether or not to attach something to it is hard for employees to understand. So then you flip to the manager side. And if you're a manager, what I'm really taking away from this, if you're a leader in the company and you want to create more of a really resilient, supportive, engaged organization requires more gratitude and appreciation. So it's not just about appreciation. It's about having a more resilient company. Um, employees really will value guidelines. So like your fit, take 15 minutes as a manager. If you manage other people, expectation of, you know, each week, take some time to appreciate people, but also the guidelines and methods of appreciation, which is make it easy for employees to not get into that weirdness of, should I give a gift? Can I give a gift? How much is it? And that's where like things like technology are really, really useful and really accessible because it'll just 
it, it makes it easier for people to show appreciation without all the sort of weirdness that sometimes goes around it. I do have one last question that I always wonder about when you get into these systems, though, and we start saying, hey, we should have some more formal recognition. How much money should people get? Like, you know, you tend to, because I have heard people say, you know, well, we'll give them a $5 Starbucks gift card. And like, you know, I hate to say it. I'm like, I've gotten one of those from like some vendor once. I'm like, what am I going to do with it? And you can barely buy one cup of coffee with $5. I carry this around. <laughs> I appreciated it. I wasn't like, ah. But then you, the other hand is you definitely probably could give more money and people would be like, well, that's weird. I didn't really earn it. And that could make it more transactional. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on like monetary awards and too small, too large? And, Where's the line? Yeah. Yeah. So if we would follow that best practice, right. And I'm a manager in the company, most likely part of the, you know, the program setting, right. Uh, from the budgetary perspective, I, as a manager, I will probably receive X amount of money and I will have the control, right? So I can choose and I can decide. Um, and then going back to the best practice, right? If I was a, that type of a manager, I would, you know, do majority of smaller amounts, right? Because I want greater pace, greater frequency. And I would still leave some bigger amounts because you do want to motivate people, right? And you do want to recognize people, you know, who overachieved. And it's a different thing, right? Motivating and recognizing for overachievement is a different thing. But in both cases, uh, you want to, you know, show your appreciation, gratitude to people who inspire others. Um, and again, there is no KPI here, unfortunately. You know, in some companies, you know, we see, you know, gifts that are going in, in the thousands, right? In the thousands of dollars. And there's no right or wrong, right? Maybe that person, you know, justifiably, justifiably you know, deserve, deserves that, right? It's a part of a total reward strategy of the company. And then that, that's totally fine. Uh, but I'm saying if I would now have thousand employees uh, underneath me, you know, subordinates, and I would have $10,000, I would probably send a lot of smaller gifts uh, because following the best practice, I want to create a habit. I want them to show to others. What I'm taking away from this on is that if you want to give more appreciation, having some mechanism in the organization that makes it easier for people to give appreciation and to also have some guidelines on it. Maybe as an employee or a manager, if you're saying, I would like to show more recognition, this is the kind of topic that is worth talking to your own leaders about saying, yeah. you know, we should have more of an appreciation yeah. culture. I need some more, can we get some more tools to do it? Because it really will help with the mechanics, both the mechanics and the culture of it. So just, to, you know, kind of cl closing up our, our time here, I'm just, Curious, um, any last thoughts? You know, you've been working in this for seven years. I, I like how you started from a very sort of, you know, personal place, which was not around work. It was around just people that's families were spread out, but then it's moved into work and appreciation. As we're going into this world of more stress and more pressure, what, what, what advice would you have for companies to show, look, this is the best way to appreciate your people. Let them know you care. What, what do you think every company should, could do right now? Oh, I think they should start simple, right? So no, not to overcomplicate. Again, there's, uh, there's enormous power just having a simple uh, thank you program, you know, allowing people to communicate. Uh, and with that, everybody benefits, right? There's... 
uh, going back to the beginning kind of of this podcast where we talked about, you know, what do I get from that? I get a very good feeling, right? I feel that we are, you know, bound all of us together. So I feel that I'm not alone. I feel that I'm part of a pack. I feel that other people care for me. And all of that can be achieved with a simple thank you award, right? doesn't have to be overcomplicated. The complication or, you know, let's not call it complication, like the, the, you know, making it more advanced, right? That can come in later stages, right? So do it as soon as possible and and, and, and as easy as possible for the employees. I think that's so cool. I think that simplicity, as you're telling that story, I'm thinking my, my wife is a physician, once got a gold star from her manager, just like his little kid. That was good. You get a gold star. <laughs> she still talks about that. <laughs> Yeah, why not? We never really kind of move away from being people that we want to be appreciated. Well, Goran, thank you so much for appearing on Work Matters. Thank you very much for appearing on the show. Thank you. And thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. So, Robert, uh, one, I'm feeling like I don't appreciate people nearly enough compared to your like 81. (laughs) um, Well, 81 in three years, though. So, you know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's not enough, Steve. No, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it was so interesting talking about that. There's the appreciation on one hand is so simple, but there is a lot of different things that go into it. Like, you know, people saying, Hey, first and foremost, it's okay to appreciate people. We want you to do it. I think people do show anxiety and then finding ways to say, and here are some socially acceptable ways of doing it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think that's probably one of the biggest things is, is this an area where kind of needs some guidelines. Um, so people are more comfortable doing it. Because like, I don't, I don't think that people don't want to give appreciation. No, you know what? Do, what? What do you think? You know, the guidelines I think are are probably most important when you know money or exchanges of of some kind of gifts take place. But in the absence of of a gift, you know, of monetary value or anything like that. You know, I mean, what what is wrong with more? I, I really like Goran's statement about this. Uh, you know, becoming infectious, right? Infectious in a positive way. You know, you you thank 81 people and those 81 people thank 81 people. And before you know it, you know, everybody's expressing a little bit more appreciation at work and that lowers stress, counters anxiety, counters depression, you know, and all that is is really good stuff, you know, especially you look at anxiety, right, as, as related to even physiological problems like uh, in our immune system. So you lower somebody's stress, and you've literally raised their immune system. How cool is that? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I, I think that is. And that was sort of the, one of the ahas of going is really, if I was going to a leader of a company to talk about this, I'd say, do you want a more resilient, adaptable company? That's right. Because I think people don't think of it from that perspective, particularly the non-monetary aspect. Yeah. Just people yep. saying, we acknowledge what you're doing and it's valuable and we don't do it once a year to a merit increase, right? It is tough to get in the habit, right? So, you know, maybe it does become a 10 minute scheduled part of your day or part of your week. You know, if we all care about well-being at work, if we all care about productivity, you know, then we should care about creating a culture of appreciation. Yeah. And if, and the first step with so many things in life, it sounds like if you want more appreciation, the best way to get it is to give it or as what is the Beatles line in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. That's right. That's <laughs> probably a good, good ending point. Well, I appreciate that you appreciate my contribution. I do okay, well. contribution. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Goran Rice. 
of CMOS Cloud. Thank you as well to Miguel Caroli and Eva Helbig of the Open SAP team. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to help others find this show by giving us a quick rating wherever you find your podcast. After all, we sure would appreciate it. <laughs> we'll be sure to get you more information in our show notes. So if you're looking for more information on Goran Rice, CMOS Cloud, or SAP, please look no further than that. We look forward to seeing you on the next podcast because what matters today? Well, gratitude matters. Appreciation matters. Work matters. Thanks for joining us on the Work Matters Podcast.